game about. And now Miami, the ACC championship game, ironically, in Charlotte, North Carolina, of all places, December 2017, bring it, don't sing it. Miami, Clemson, Atlantic Division champs, Coastal Division champs. I'm writing that for you right now. I'm writing for you right now. And people will be talking about, well, Mark Richt has resurrected the U. Can you believe it? They finally won their division for the first time in school history since joining the ACC. Here comes Miami. They've got revenge on their mind because nobody down in sunny South Beach could stomach for a single second. 58 to nothing, shut out at home in the hands of little old Clemson. Tigers were anything but little that particular afternoon. That, that, <laughs> woo, that was fun. Kelly Bryant says hello. Yeah, Bryant. The, the legend of Kelly Bryant began that sunny October afternoon, right? I mean, that that's what we're going to be talking about, I think, in in December, right? Well, I think, I hope you have half of that story right, and it doesn't involve the U. But you can see that happening. I, I mean, who's going to win the Coastal then right now? Sign Bitcoin? me up for that. No, tell me who's going to win the Coastal since you know everything about this. You tell me right now who the favorite team would be in the Coastal Division. Not Miami. All right, who? Not North Carolina. Okay. Uh, we can eliminate teams, not Virginia. Yeah, not Virginia. Not Duke. Dude, they were one and seven last year in the for, league. Oh yeah, no, okay, no, right, I, I wasn't. I wasn't. Paul not not Pittsburgh. Mm, Peterman Connors. No, Peter they're gone. Right, right, right. Nice little team. Although they they got a good scheme going there. Right, well, but Matt Canada's gone. He's at LSU. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, okay. They had a good scheme going there. Is what I meant to say. <laughs> <laughs> Narduzzi, uh, bless you, good guy. <laughs> That leaves us with Georgia Tech and Virginia Tech. Okay. Come on. No Gerard Evans. I mean, Georgia Tech, I I, I don't know what – Georgia Tech was 9-4 and four last year. All four losses were in the conference. I I trust Fuente, even though it's only been one season, more than I do Paul Johnson. But uh, that's tough. I don't know. All right. So, I mean, where, where are you right now on the schedule? Georgia Tech goes to the U. Virginia Tech goes to the U. They're at Pitt, so – they're at North Carolina, so, I mean, no Switzer, Hollins, Trubisky, Hood. All those guys are gone. North Carolina's not making a playoff, not making a, <laughs> of course a, a bowl game play. next year. <laughs> we talking basketball or football? Yeah, they're they're not making, they're not doing anything next year. Okay. I think they're going to fall as much as anybody in the ACC next year. All right, so Miami is in this conversation. They're they in are. this conversation. I need, I need you to own this right now and also to admit to me that 9-3 is probably good enough to win the Coastal, and I think they're going to go 10-2. We go to our trusted source of all things football. Coach, what do you think about it? Oh, that's bull crap. Thanks, yeah, Dabo. <laughs> I tend to agree. You know Dabo wants him some Miami the championship. They're like the kryptonite for the U. Bring on the U, right? I'm just, I'm just picturing Christian Wilkins running down the field, holding up the U. <laughs> I'd love to. That'd be great. All right. Dad, I think I've told this before. Funny story about playing in Miami two years ago when it was the 58 nothing blowout that you referenced. Rodney Williams is in the Holy Land on a trip that he had booked before, you know, before he ever be, started doing play about, uh, color again. And he tells me he's going to miss that game. And Ben, will you text me? scoring updates <laughs> to the Holy Land. Right. Like, sure I will. You know, I, I won't have any way to keep up with the game. Text that to me. Absolutely, Rodney, be glad to. So I'm texting, you know, 7-0, 14-0, 21-0. To the point, he calls me. 
I mean, and it's like he's calling from outer space. You can tell he's a long, long way away. He said, uh, just calling to check on the game. I think something's wrong with our texting because I'm getting all these weird numbers. And I'm like, no, nah, we really are up 42 nothing right now. <laughs> no, no, really. Tell me what's happening with the game, Ben. I, I can't hear. I mean, you're, you're pulling my leg. I'm like, no, nah, your phone's working fine. <laughs> Oh wait a minute! Forty nine nothing 49. now, right? <laughs> it, was, it was funny, uh, but yeah, he so he makes a, an international call because he that score is so outrageous. Text line says this: so much of sports is about timing. This could be Miami's time. Absolutely, hey, that's a good, great point. I, it's a great. I mean, that, that's life. I mean, I, I was just talking about that with Upper Upper Management before we came on the air today. We're sitting out there on the front steps here at the World Headquarters. We're talking about timing. It means everything in life. It means everything in sports. You got the schedule. You got enough starters coming back. little momentum coming back from last season. You won your last five games. You blitzed West Virginia in the Russell Athletic Bowl. We all know what a launching pad that bowl game is, has been for teams. It is. I, I, I like Miami to win the Coastal. You, you got a Coastal Division favorite for me before we move on and whatever else you got here? Somebody has to win it. Uh, you know, that's that's the unfortunate thing here. Somebody has to win it, and maybe, maybe I am being, maybe I'm penalizing Miami because of what happened, seemed to happen year in and year out at Georgia. Kevin on Twitter, this is my thought: is Kevin says, "Did you guys say the same thing about Mark's UGA teams, and they always lost games they shouldn't have?" Yes. And Fair or not, that is in the back of my mind where we were guilty of that, Roy, every year it felt like where we looked at Georgia's schedule. Oh, they won't win. They won't lose that one. They won't lose that one. Missouri this says the, hi. This is the year they beat Florida. Right. You know, this team's down. That team's down. It's Georgia. Somebody has to win it. We, we've said that. Somebody had to win it. Why not Georgia? And yet they, Missouri won it back-to-back. How do you sleep at night knowing that Missouri won the SEC East in back-to-back seasons? How do you even begin to fall asleep at night? If you're a Carolina fan or a Georgia fan, that was all during your heyday. It was, it was when you, you were ascending. You were supposed to do these things. And, and Missouri did them instead of you. That's very painful. It's a ba- very bitter pill to swallow. The, the other side of that story, though, is as bad as the SEC East was at times through that period – the Atlantic Coastal might be as bad or worse this coming year. It feels like that whole division outside of Miami probably takes a step back. They lost a lot of quarterback play. Anybody who was anybody who is relevant in the Coastal lost their quarterback. Roy, think about that. I mean, every team just about lost a quarterback. So, I mean, heck, did every team? Yes. Uh, what's his face at Duke is back, right? No, Thomas Sirk is gone. He, yeah, he's tried to transfer out of there. That's right. He he got injured and then just took off. We'll see. I think everybody's lost a quarterback. Yeah, and so, again, timing is everything. Timing is everything. Yeah, and, and so outside of the quarterback position, Miami has the most talent coming back, I believe. Let's see. Uh, is that right? Yes. Well, no, Georgia Tech has actually has – as has more starters coming back, but they too lost a quarterback. So I'm talking in circles, but we are talking about the coastal after all and trying to trying to find a way that Miami's gonna lose it. We mentioned the U. 
we've talked extensively about Miami because they come in, the Hurricanes, that is, they come in at number 15, the ESPN, way too early preseason top 25, which is what we've been talking about off and on over the course of today's show. If you want to talk about it with us, give us a buzz, 654-ROAR, 654-7627, courtesy of our good friends at Northland Communications. 14 is Michigan. 10-3 and three last year, 7-2 and two in the Big Ten, oh, losing God. to Ohio State in soul-crushing fashion of the horseshoe in overtime in a game that could have changed the complexion of the college football playoff. We could have seen Clemson and Michigan tangle out in Arizona or maybe later on. Didn't happen that way. Big Blue finished at 10-3. and three. Four starters are back on offense, only one on defense for a team that traveled to Italy this past week to go through spring workouts. And one of the last times we think that we'll see Michigan do their uh, off-season stuff overseas, that was kind of an interesting story uh, to follow. Michigan at 14 feels about right simply because of all the personnel losses from last year's squad. Jim Harbaugh makes Michigan relevant. And at some point you think they're going to make another run to the national championship or to the college football playoff, we think. Is it going to be this year, having lost all those pieces? I'm not really sure. Michigan comes in at number 14. At number 13 is Georgia. Talked about the dogs in our last segment. Number 12 is LSU. More on the Bayou Bengals here in just one minute. We'll get a couple of phone calls in while we can. Mike is up with us next. Hey, Mike. Hey, how y'all doing today? Very well. We hope you are. Oh, thanks. Um, Okay, I want to make the case for Georgia Tech and the Coastal. Okay. Okay, like you mentioned, everyone's back. Um, and the quarterback who is projected to start, who may not win the starting position, pretty much smoked Virginia Tech in his one outing last year. Um, they were starting four, three to four freshman offensive linemen, which, as you know, at Georgia Tech, that's a relatively important position. Very important. Um, th- yeah, they, 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 if you look at their spring game and you look at the depth on offensive line, they're probably deeper at offensive line than, they, than potentially they've ever been at Paul Johnson's tenure. Um, a lot of inexplicable losses. I, I will admit that. I will grant that part of it. You know, the, 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 the two scooping scores against Miami last year in Atlanta might have been a bit embarrassing. But, um, but, but, but I think they've got as good a chance as Miami does. I'm not going to disagree. I, I don't know what to expect with Georgia Tech year in and year out. And, and that win at Virginia Tech last year in November, 30-20, to 20, I, I want to say that there were three freshmen starting at key comp, uh, key positions on offense, quarterback, and I think center and guard are you know, on that offensive line, and yet they went into Blacksburg and beat the eventual, uh, the eventual coastal champions down. And you know what? They won their last four games to close down the season, including the Tax Slayer Bowl victory, against an upstart Kentucky squad, 33-18. They won nine games. So, I mean, there's a lot to like. I, I get it. I totally get it. They and, and, and the score at Virginia Tech was really not that close. I mean, it was 30-20, but they, you know, they let them have one. You know, they, it, it, it was this garbage touchdown at the end. Virginia Tech kicks an onside kick, and the quarterback gets the balls running to the end zone, and he decides to slide. So, it's really, really two more touchdowns greater if they really wanted to put the gas on. I'm with you. And look, we'll talk more about it, Mike. We appreciate it. I, I, I get that. I, Johnson's built his deal down there. And when they've been healthy three of the last four years, they are so tough to beat. 
I mean, for the most part. I mean, ask Georgia, ask Clemson at times. Although I think Clemson has kind of gotten past that hurdle and Tech comes to Death Valley this year. I like Tech. And in years when I don't like Tech, they win the Coastal. In years when I love Tech, they go three and nine. So I guess the best thing to suggest is it's a very fine line to walk with that offense in the way that they've played. It's benefited them more years than not, however. Are they going to be a factor this year? I would argue yes. Is their schedule as good as Miami's? I would argue no. Your thoughts? Uh, it's, it's Georgia Tech. <laughs> I, you know, I, I mean, flip a coin. I, <laughs> you, that, there, there, that, that just sounds so distraught and apathetic, and, and it's just like I, I'm throwing my hands up in the air because your guess is as good as mine. I just feel group. like we... And I'm really not trying to take a shot at Georgia Tech. Just being, oh, here we go. I feel like we're we're sold the same bill of goods every year about <laughs> Georgia Tech. Well, well, Roy, you know this quarterback coming in, he's the best ever under Paul Johnson. Well, Roy, the the offensive line, it's you know that's what it takes to run this offense, and they're going to be a strength this year. I mean, are we told that about every year about Georgia Tech? I mean, am I imagining that? No. Georgia Tech's schedule is tougher than Miami's. Uh, that matters here because as we kind of break this down, it does feel like it's Miami well, and Georgia Tech. Yeah. And the game is at Miami. Right. Miami always has more team speed than Georgia Tech. Always. They just seem to stone the option at the line of scrimmage. And that I think the speed has a lot to do with that. Mm -hmm. If you're a really fast defense you can play with Georgia Tech. It neutralizes a lot of can that. Can I give you the juiciest game that I had no idea about to start this coming season that involves Georgia Tech? I, I had no idea this was the case. I, I don't know how this slipped under my college football radar, especially the opening week of the season. Oh, the opener, yeah. Georgia Tech plays your boy Butch Jones in Tennessee. See, to start, I, I assume that's down at the again. dome. Is that yeah. before Florida State Bama? Is it, that is that the same deal? Florida State Bama, I think, is the Saturday. This is Monday Labor Day. This is the Labor Day game. Georgia Tech in the Mercedes Benz Dome. Georgia Tech in Tennessee to open the year. ACC versus SEC, right here in the heart of the Deep South in the ATL. Oh man, I, I want to go to that game. I want to be a part of that game. I want to call that game. I want to be there. I want to talk to people about that game. Well, how do you? Well, that's like Georgia Notre Dame. What, what? How do you even possibly have an idea of what to expect between that's, those two? That's an intriguing matchup because you have no idea what to expect. Tennessee. And I Georgia do feel better Tech. about Georgia Tech than Tennessee. I mean, I, I would think Georgia Tech's favored in that game. I mean, if it's played in Atlanta, I would. Georgia Tech would be favored in that game. Against Tennessee, no Josh Dobbs and, and, and Derek Barnett. All these guys are gone from UT. See, that's the curious thing. I was about to say, how is this a neutral site game being played in Atlanta? Well, However, uh, it will be because yeah, Tennessee, Tennessee right. will have just as many people there. No doubt. No doubt. Who wins that game right now? What's the score of that game? What's the score of that game? 11 to 10. <laughs> no, it's know. not. I don't no, know no, how you score 11, but that, it, they'll that, figure out a way. There's going to be like a safety and there'll be like a botched two-point play. That, that game will be 29-25. You know, it, it'll be a game like yeah. that. And we, it, you just walk out of that out of that new venue and you're like, what, what do we just watch? You walk out feeling dirty. Right. It'll be 29-25. Georgia Tech wins it. That, that's what that game is. A very strange, no momentum, kind of back and forth, teeter-tottering back and forth. I couldn't even give you an opinion about that game. <laughs> that's the truth. 
I could not give you an opinion about that game. I do not know. Six five four seven six two seven. That's the juiciest game that I knew nothing about. I didn't know that game existed before. Right now, that that's fun to see. That that's a lot of fun to find out that that game exists this year. Yeah, I mean, quickly there. Tennessee at UCF as a non-conference. Uh, who are their other non-conference? Georgia, of course. I mean, that's a that's a pretty salty non-conference right there at UCF. Scott That's Frost has done a great right. job down there. You have, uh, then you have the Gamecocks coming to Atlanta, too. The Jacksonville State Gamecocks. Oh, oh. I was like, whoa. Like, I just missed that again. <laughs> <laughs> I just missed that again. But no, that's Jacksonville State. Hey, Jacksonville State's good. Jacksonville State's really good. Yeah. So Georgia Tech has to play neutral site with Tennessee at UCF, at Miami, at Clemson, at Virginia, at Duke, Georgia at home. I mean, could they? Yes. Will they? Probably not. More on this coming up. 654-ROAR. Back with much more here in our third hour after this. I'm a donut nut. I'm a donut nut. I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. Hi, I'm Glenn Reese with Krispy Kreme Donut Company in Anderson and Spartanburg. We're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Drop by for a delicious donut and a cup of coffee. And remember, raise money for your club, church, or group of worthy cause. Sell Krispy Kreme donuts. Call Anderson and Spartanburg Krispy Kreme. I'm a donut nut. I'm a donut nut. I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. Big boys play with big toys, and no one has bigger toys than Bennett Equipment and Supply. In business for nearly 17 years, they know big toys. They're the go-to dealer for Takeuchi equipment and the largest supplier of scaffolding in the upstate. With 30 employees and over 600 pieces of rental equipment. Serving upstate South Carolina, western North Carolina, and northeastern Georgia. Bennett Equipment and Supply. With locations in Greenville and Spartanburg. Log on to BennettEquipment.net. Complete Nutrition just released the most effective weight loss product we've ever created. Plus, it comes with a free 21-day step-by-step program to follow, and we guarantee you success. If you lose more than 21 pounds in the first 21 days, see Complete Nutrition to adjust your plan. Healthy weight loss should not exceed a couple of pounds per week. Find Complete Nutrition in Greenville on Woodruff Road, in Spartanburg on East Blackstock Road, and in Anderson across from the Harbor Inn on North Main. Everybody knows the story. You can't sleep on a bed that's too hard. You can't sleep on a bed that's too soft. But you can sleep on a bed that's just right. Engineered Sleep might not have been around when Goldilocks was written, but they know that a bed that's just right is made just for you. It's not just a fairy tale. They actually build a mattress based on your sleep habits and patterns so that you can get that Goldilocks kind of sleep. And if after a couple of weeks you find it's not perfect, Engineered Sleep will adjust it until it is. Visit their location at 627 Congaree Road to see the process and learn how your mattress is made. By manufacturing your custom-made mattress at their factory, you're saving money because there's no middleman. Factory to you. And you can score a significant discount by picking your mattress up instead of having it delivered. Engineered Sleep, it's not mattress shopping, it's an experience. Elkmont Trading Company in Clemson is your locally owned outfitter, women's boutique, shoe store, gourmet foods and home goods store. From candles and dresses to tents and fly fishing gear, Elkmont has it. 
Elkmont offers clothing and gear for an outdoor lifestyle. So come in and get ready for summer with a stand-up paddleboard or kayak from Jackson, Perception, or Wilderness Systems. Elkmont has the area's best selection and rentals for you to try before you buy. But folks, you already know all this about Elkmont. But what you might not know is that they have recently opened a craft beer bar and restaurant featuring 16 taps of the area's best locally crafted beer and great food as well. Craft beer, excellent food, all that's missing is you. Elkmont is located at the Highway 93 exit off Highway 123 across from Bojangles. And remember folks, if you haven't been to Elkmont, you haven't been to Clemson. You check things all the time, like your email every 10 seconds or your ex's Instagram. But what about checking something as important as your credit? Well, Discover makes it quick, easy, and best of all, free. Discover is now offering FICO credit scores to everyone for free, even if you're not a customer. And checking your score won't hurt your credit. We call it the Discover Credit Scorecard. And once you know your score, you should check to see if your current credit card is the best fit for you. Check your credit. Compare your card. Go to discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. If your business relies on dependable transportation from your medium and heavy-duty fleet trucks, then Advanced Maintenance should be your next call. Advanced Maintenance provides superior on-site maintenance that saves you precious time. Their free maintenance management program manages your fleet's usage and keeps track of all your service needs so you don't have to. And they even do box truck and trailer repair. Call the number that comes to you at 422-5787. That's 422-5787. Five-star talents with two-star looks. We are WCCP 105.5 The Roar. Let me tell you something funny, Roy. I even contradict myself. I even sit the fence in my in in my thoughts. I, I hate it when you do that, and that's that's pretty much all you do. But I think you're going to agree with this one. On on the text line, who's going to be better, Atlantic uh, ACC Coastal or the SEC East this year? In my mind, I immediately went, well, definitely the SEC East. And then I went, no, wait a minute. Or is it the Coastal? I, I mean, it's, I, I'm completely on the fence uh, over that. I'm, I'm not ready to talk about that kind yeah, of stuff we'll yet. We'll save that I, for I, another I, day. I don't know. You're blowing my mind right now. I, I've got we got to get through these last 13 teams on this little poll. Oh, we're not making it. <laughs> oh, no. We def- we, we'll Tune in tomorrow for no, 1 through 11. <laughs> no, we, we will make that. Uh, third hour is brought to you by Monahan and Company Real Estate, celebrating 10 years in business, serving Clemson in the Tri-County area. Like them on Facebook or stop by their office at 422 College Avenue. You can call them today for more info. Monahan and Company Real Estate, 639-1188. 639-1188. Our good friends, Monahan and Company Real Estate. Best in the business here in uh, Tigertown. USA. Uh, we've been talking about the ESPN way too early preseason top 25. Uh, we got to LSU at number 12. Why is this so fascinating talking about Miami and Georgia Tech and Clemson and these teams? Uh, we just, it, it, that's been the, the more difficult part because all of a sudden people want to talk about it. There's text pouring in, there's tweets, phone calls coming in. I, Miami and Georgia Tech are polarizing in that coastal division. I, I think that's what it is. We want Miami to be what it used to be. We want Paul Johnson to fail because we don't like the way that they play. 
It's different. And so by default, we don't like it. And I think it just kind of starts there with those two very simplistic facts. 654-7627 on the Northland Communication phone lines. Uh, Johnny down in Georgia wants to talk about some of this. Johnny, good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon. Yeah, this is uh, Johnny from Georgia. I was just, uh, you know, thinking about the Miami and and, and uh, Miami and Clemson uh, and the Georgia Tech connection here. Where have uh, you all heard that Tyshawn may be transferring? Do you think he's going to go to Miami? It was and, either. Uh, uh, I thought it'd be interesting because, you know, he is from Georgia. Mark Root recruited, Rick recruited him in a. I'll take your call out there. Yeah, you got it, John. Yeah, we we were big Tyshawn Dye fans, and he announced several months ago, I guess it was, that he was transferring out. I I thought it was one of two spots, Miami or Indiana, and I thought that Miami was the favorite. Indiana, you can probably go up there and rack up some yards, although Kevin Wilson is gone. He's now the offensive play caller at Ohio State, which I think is an upgrade for the Buckeyes, and maybe one of the reasons the Buckeyes have moved up in this preseason poll, courtesy of our good friends at ESPN. But Indiana's still going to run that similar kind of offense. And I, I think you can put up huge numbers up there. But to the caller's point, Johnny down in Georgia, Rick did recruit him to Athens. He's now at Miami. There's a relationship there. Tyshawn Dye potentially with a U. That, that would be interesting. Last thing I read about that was back in February where he said, yeah, Miami's definitely the leader. Mark Rick told me they need me. He's the only running back they're looking at. And it was, I mean, you kind of read between the lines and it looked like he was definitely going there. I haven't seen anything, uh, you know, I haven't seen anything to say that he's where he signed though. So, and it did, did he graduate? He was really close if he had not. Maybe, maybe he's finishing up so that he can transfer without, um, that, that may be the case, you know, that he's, he's finishing up so he can transfer without sitting out. Maybe so. Would Clemson allow him to go to Miami? I think once you graduate, do you have a say in that? Uh, that's true. You do not. So it may yeah. come down to that. So that, if he is, I'll try to check on that. If he's still enrolled, then that's why you he hasn't signed with anybody. Right. But Indiana and Miami were the last two that I heard. Number 12 in the ESPN preseason polls, LSU. I am buying LSU. I like LSU again because of Matt Canada. For the first time since you won the national championship playing old school Bama-esque football. And Bama has kind of advanced its offensive concepts, obviously, in the last couple of years. LSU did not until it brought in Matt Canada to run the offense. Remember our good friend Matt Canada, the former play caller at NC State, who was basically shown the, the, the door. You need to get out of here. He ends up at Pittsburgh. And I repeat this again for the umpteenth time. Pittsburgh's offensive game plan against a Brent Venables coach defense was the single best game plan I've ever seen in person, maybe against any unit that Clemson football has ever fielded. Pittsburgh came in here and said, you know what? You're not going to be able to audible at the line of scrimmage because we're going to get to the line in about two and a half seconds. We're going to snap the ball in about a half second later. You're not going to have any kind of time to adjust, and we're going to throw the kitchen sink at you. And that's exactly what they did. And they had a quarterback that could do it. And they had a running back that could do it. They had a tight end that they started using on the wheel route, all kinds of different plays. And the end result was a massive upset in Death Valley in November with a national championship potentially at stake. Pittsburgh won it. And it was Matt Canada's offense that did it. And it was his game playing and his play calling. And he's going to take that down to LSU. 
where you finally get past the Cam Cameron garbage and he's got some talent to work with and Brandon Harris is gone and Harris could be the new starting quarterback at North Carolina. Good luck with that. Oh, man, good luck with that. I like LSU this year. I like LSU. Can I sell you on the Bayou Bengals for two and a half seconds? They're not going to beat Bama, but I think they're close to being back now because they're going to present offensive problems again to the rest of the SEC West. They have not done that in the last five seasons. I don't know if it happens this year, but I am encouraged by the hires and the direction that they are going. Uh, They don't feel like a lost-in-the-wilderness type team anymore. There is at least a direction for that program and there's too many there's too much available to LSU talent wise and and all the intangibles with fans and all that stuff there's too much there not to be good it may not be pretty initially but by the middle part of this season that offense assuming I can find something at quarterback between Danny Etling maybe some Justin McMillan I, they, they, they've got a little bit of talent there to work with, and it's going to take a little bit of time to understand all of Canada's concepts, but I think that happens this year. I think that happens this year. they got five starters back on D, seven on offense, eight and four last year, five and three in the SEC. They'll do better than that this year, even if at times it's not pretty early on. Wisconsin comes in at number 11 on the ESPN way too early preseason rankings. Seven are back on offense, seven are on defense. Yawn just like Stanford. How about this one? The upset alerts are already starting. Maybe they should because the quarterback that is taking over the reins of the Gus bus, I think is pretty good. Auburn is now number 10. They're a preseason top 10 team. You ready for this, Clemson? A preseason top 10 team again. Ben, they got nine back on offense, eight on defense. You got a specialty player back as well on the special teams. Plus Jared Stidham at quarterback. Eight and five last year, five and three in the SEC. Auburn comes to Clemson. We know what the story is going to be in week two. Auburn's got a chance to pull off the upset. Auburn's the better team than the ACC Tigers. They've said it before every single one of the matchups against this bunch this decade. 2010, 2011, 2012, 2016. Clemson is 3-1 and one against Auburn during that time span and honestly should be 4-0. The one loss came when they blew a 17-point lead at Jordan, not Jordan-Hare, when Auburn won the national championship with Cam Newton. And the game was in overtime, and it kind of ended in a weird way, too. I'm more nervous about this game than I would like to admit. Auburn preseason number 10. What do you think? I think you just admitted that you were nervous about this game. <laughs> right. I I, 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 there, I I think there's reason to be. They they did lose some guys like Carl Lawson, but still return a lot of a lot of starters, return a lot of talent. And then when you take a, a former Baylor quarterback and put him with Gus Malzahn, you know, it wasn't long ago that folks around here, myself included, thought Gus Malzahn was, you know, one of the best, you know, best brilliant offensive minds in the game. Because, and a lot of us thought that because he taught Trad Mars, and we connected those dots. 
well, if Gus Malzahn is great and Chad Morris is learning from him, then by default, Chad Morris is going to be great too. Had a couple of rocky years, but I don't think Gus Malzahn has forgotten how to coach. I don't think he's forgotten everything he's ever known about offense. All right, so now I'm really getting nervous. And it feels like Jared Stidham is a guy is is a really good fit for the kinds of things that Gus Malzahn likes to do. He's better than Jeremy Johnson. I'm better than Jeremy. No, that's not true. <laughs> My mom's better. Yeah. Um, Jer- Jeremy Johnson was a great running back. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wasn't. He wasn't even. <laughs> okay, he was a great statue. <laughs> yeah. That's that's true. Just just stand there and look pretty. Uh, yeah, I think there's Auburn is the overlooked team, but should they be? I, I mean. And, and when you start to see them in preseason I, polls like this, I maybe, don't think they're overlooked. I, I think that they are. Maybe around here they're overlooked because we've owned them. <laughs> Brennan and Clemson says, is this inflated Auburn ranking setting up for an early season game day broadcast from Bowman Field? The answer is, I assume so. Usually what happens in college football week one is glorious. Week two stinks. I got to think this is one of the premier matchups in the second week of the season between two top 10 teams. See who Auburn plays in week one. I imagine it's Cupcake Central. So, yes, I would imagine game day will be here for that game. Then on the other side of, of that, Kevin reminds it says two words, Kevin Steele. I'm just going to sit back now. If, <laughs> if Kelly Bryan is the starter. There's this big grin on Roy's face, people. I wish you could see this. I'd say Kevin Steele, and he just lit up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> like the Vegas Strip. Like the Bellagio when it's not on fire. No. If Kelly Bryant is your starting quarterback, Clemson, there is the real potential that the glass slipper comes off the Kevin Steele foot in week two, and that the parade of good defense that occurred last year simply falls by the wayside. The carriage turns into the great pumpkin, and the Auburn defense is exposed against mobile quarterbacks like the fraud that it is. And it's quite possible that Kelly Bryant rushes for 700 yards by himself in week two. Still, Auburn scares me somewhat. And the fact that they're gaining this kind of momentum to me is not a bad thing. Remember, too, now Auburn is being considered as a preseason top 10 team, having lost Mount Adams, Carl Lawson, a couple of starters on the offensive line, Tony Stevens at wide receiver, and a couple of cornerbacks. We like their recruiting. Is Gus ready to return to the greatness that we all thought he was going to be about circa 2013? I don't know. I hope that Auburn continues to be inflated in the way in which it is right now before that game because, I again, I, I want more. Clemson's got the chip. Dabo can't believe the disrespect. I want all that going into this home game. Right? It's not down on the plains. It's here. That's a big deal. That's a really big deal. Auburn at number 10. I Auburn scares me a little bit I just really because of Stidham. All right, really because of Stidham. If if Bull Ware doesn't have the penalty last year at the end of that game, Clemson wins walking away by like 21. That changed a little bit. There was a last-second gas. We were all nervous. Auburn at number 10, I'm probably not buying, even though admittedly I'm a little nervous about that game. I'm a little nervous about it. We'll see. On the game day front, uh, Twitter tells us that Oklahoma visits Ohio State that day. So that's... (sighs) 
You're not going to pass up a chance to see Baker Mayfield. People are tired of Oklahoma. They're tired of Oklahoma. Man, you can put put that head of cabbage on. All right, right, so that's an interesting dilemma there. And that'll be a nice test for the brand. Yeah. You got the defending national champions hoping uh, hosting a a preseason top 10 team. And then you got the team that Clemson trounced in the Fiesta Bowl hosting the team that Clemson trounces every other year, it seems like. It's the... uh, it's the matchup of teams where Clemson ended their season the last two years. Oklahoma hosted. Right. So there you go. Do they go there or do they come here? Do they go there or do they come here? Where do they go? You tell me. Do they go there? Columbus? Game was a route last year or do they come here? Collective rankings between the four teams, I mean, between the two matchups might be pretty close. When, when, the, real, you know, when, the, poll, when the real polls come out. That's that's a good question. It's a test of the brand here. If I if you push me on it, I would still maybe side with Ohio State Oklahoma because that's such a rare matchup. We've seen a ton of Clemson Auburn this decade. Maybe that's a lot to do with it. I don't know. Travel considerations. Week one, they're going to be in Atlanta. We know. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you can bring the set right up here to you know your home away from home, Bowman Field. Six five four seven six two seven top ten coming up. Auburn at number ten. What about at number nine? We'll go out to the Pac twelve and reveal the final nine teams in this way too early preseason top twenty five. Brought to you by George Coleman Ford. Online at georgecolemanford.com where cars cost less and travelers rest. Go by and see our good friends Greg Coleman and company. The best deals on brand new and used vehicles here in the Upstate. In business for eighty six years. Zero percent financing for up to seventy two months. And their used car lot, tremendous inventory, vehicles priced under $15,000. If you need a deal, they're making them right now at George Coleman Ford for the ride of a lifetime, for the deal of a lifetime. Go up and see our good friends right off Highway 25 in Traveler's Rest, online at georgecolemanford.com. The best in the business, winning awards year after year because they give you the best deal and they offer the best customer service. Go where my family goes. It is George Coleman Ford. Back to wrap it up and a look at the top nine after this. Four, three, two, one. That's Old Faithful, right on time. One of the few things on earth as reliable as a gas water heater from Blossman. Reduce your energy bill and carbon footprint with a cleaner burning, reliable propane gas water heater from Blossman. Available wherever you live. Take comfort in Blossman. Here's the deal. Tank water heaters $3.99. Tankless $9.99. Free installation. Randy Strickland and Greg Wells of Kiwi Financial Group have been serving the upstate for almost 60 years. They take pride in building successful investment, insurance, and retirement strategies to ensure financial peace of mind for you, your family, and your business. As independent advisors, they're not bound by expensive proprietary plans, but they can offer you successful strategies and options that suit your financial goals. Kiwi Financial Group in Clemson. Call them today at 654-5043 or go online at kiwifg.com. If you or a loved one is struggling with drug or alcohol addiction, call Addiction Recovery now at 864-520-5126. Our trained addiction specialists are available 24-7, and all calls are free and confidential. Your insurance may cover 100% of all costs, so call now. We work with top accredited facilities across the country for any kind of addiction and age group. So let Addiction Recovery now find the best option to fit your needs. Call now at 864-520-5126. Summer has a certain hue. 
the kind of vibrancy you can feel and almost hear. And Sam Adams Summer Ale, with three new colors with one great taste, captures the colors of summer perfectly. There's the yellow of the rising day, the orange of a heat-ripened afternoon, and the blue of long, cool nights. These are the colors of summer in one perfect summer ale. Sam Adams, Boston Beer Company, Boston, Mass. Savor the flavor responsibly. Hey guys, Quark here to tell you how you can get the best shave on the market. No, I'm not talking about at a drugstore. I'm not talking about one of those big brands that have gouged you for decades with inferior products. I'm talking about Harry's.com. Jeff and Andy, two ordinary guys fed up with getting ripped off, started Harry's to fix shaving, and they have. By taking less profit, by selling directly to you over the internet, they offer their blades at half the price. And here's the deal. They're so excited about getting their product to you, they can get you started with Harry's today with their great starter sets. That includes an ergonomic handle and the color of your choice, five precision engineer blades with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel and a travel blade cover, an entire month of shaving for just 15 bucks. Now, this is a great everyday deal, but just for you, I've got a special offer. We can get it for even less. We partnered with Harry's to give you $5 off that first purchase with promo code OOB5. So go to harrys.com right now and enter code OOB5 at checkout to claim your offer. That's harrys.com, code OOB5. The Home Depot has a new idea. Free carpet installation that means free carpet installation. Clearing out furniture? Free. Ripping out old carpet? No charge. Hauling it away? On the house. No hidden fees. Just free installation on carpet, $699 or more. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid on carpet price, $1 or more per square foot. Unique specialty items and requirements may be priced separately. Not valid in all markets. See homedepot.com for details. Our friends June 7th. WCCP. Fourth quarter's coming up from Death Valley. Second half is underway. Ten seconds, and it can't stop now. Nebraska's out of timeouts, and Clemson has indeed proved itself to be the number one team in all of college football. Here's the end of the game. Are we finished? Done. And now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. Final segment of the show. Walt Tula continues his brief hiatus today, so no road rage. Walt will be back uh, with you tomorrow. That just sounds funny. No road rage. No road rage. Drive safely, people. Which really does not exist in this vacuum of this space. Right? Not in my life. <laughs> I think we do have road rage, don't we? Man, it's one. I, I wish we did. I don't say this. I'm, I'm being serious when I say this. It's one of those things in my life I'm working on. Don't get so worked up about stupid yeah, people on the road. Down. Yeah, just settle down a little just bit. Just settle down. Yeah, you need to. I, I would agree. Final segment's brought to you by Zip Recruiter. They don't want you to settle down because they've got a lot to offer you, including posting your job at up to 100 job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, uh, all with one single click of the mouse. You can find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. All you have to do is post once. You can watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. No juggling emails, no calls to the office. Quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by Fortune 100 companies and thousands of small and medium-sized businesses. Yeah, they can help you out there, too. And right now, our listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com play. That's ZipRecruiter.com. Slash play one more time. 
to try it for free, free of charge. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash play. Post that job opening right there. Send it to the 100-plus job sites. Watch the candidates roll in. Yes, it is that easy with their easy-to-use ZipRecruiter interface. They are the best in the business. Back to our ESPN way-too-early preseason top 25 rankings. 10 was Auburn. 9 was Washington. John Ross is gone. Jake Browning is back. Had off-season shoulder surgery. I don't think the Huskies are going anywhere. I'd probably rank them a little higher. Number eight is Oklahoma. Shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Shut your mouth when you're producing these rankings. Mixon, Westbrook, P. Ryan, all gone. Roberts, Evans, Thomas are gone from the defense, but the sick head of cabbage returns. The crazy do-rag that is Baker Mayfield is back. I mean, how many more times are we going to play this card with OU? Are you buying Oklahoma as being a top 10 team this year? Are you buying Boomer Sooner and Bobby Stoops, big game Bob, still living off that 2000 national championship? I mean, really? Oklahoma, number eight. Somehow, someway, they've got eight starters back on offense, seven on defense, despite losing all that star power we just gave you. I No. I'm not buying it. 11-2 and two last year, undefeated in the Big 12. I'm still not buying it. They will probably make the Big 12 championship game and then lose to Kansas State 29-28. Right? I mean, I, I don't like Oklahoma here. I, I don't want Oklahoma here. I'm done with Oklahoma and Baker Mayfield. Give me a new quarterback now. Stop with the Baker stuff. Stop. Stop it. Forgive me for this. Who's worse, Baker for- Mayfield or Kevin Steele or Scott Schaefer? I, I don't know. I don't really care anymore. Oh, Schaefer. Now, in, in that list, Baker Mayfield wins hands down. Uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like saying this, Roy, but I understand Oklahoma being a top ten. No, team. you don't. Why? No, I, Tell I, me. I, I, I hate him as much as the next guy. Crap. Eleven and two last year. Have. A lot, a lot of talent coming back, and you're returning a quarterback who is now in his 17th season. I, I, I don't like Oklahoma. I don't like the Big 12. I, I don't like this. Yeah, but tell me, tell me, tell me why they're not a top 10 team. I, losing Mixon and Pete Ryan's a big deal, and then maybe even a bigger deal is no more Didi Westbrook. Uh, it was a big play guy. And I thought he was going to go a lot higher than what he ended up with at the draft. I, I was a little surprised by that. But whatever. I, you know, the other thing is Bob Stoops. I think Bob Stoops is a hard guy to like. I think that program's a hard program to like. And, and it, at some point this year, the Big 12 catches up with this bunch. I'll give you a couple of reasons. Okay. Here. <laughs> you got a schedule for me? You got anything good? I, I might I might should have looked at this before I ask you that question, as a matter of fact. At, at Ohio State, as we said earlier. And that's a loss. At Baylor? I, I I, maybe. I don't know. Ugh. At Oklahoma State? Loss. Give me some Mason Rudolph for the at Heisman. At Kansas State? Loss. At Bill Nider Family Stadium in right. Manhattan, Kansas? Yeah. Yeah, you're... Eesh. Oklahoma's not doing it this year. Number seven is Clemson. You buying this? You're defending national champions minus Deshaun, Mike, and Artavis, and Jay and Jordan and Wayne, and Ben and Jadar and Cordray. Five starters back on offense, seven on defense. Clemson preseason number seven. If you're going to put Michigan in the top, I thought they, what did this one have them at number 10 or something? No, like that? they were down. They were outside the top 10 looking in. They were. Athlons number, has them number 10. All right, that's a joke because Athlons a joke. Michigan's number 14 here. 
Yeah, if you have Michigan there with uh, five returning starters, then yes, I can buy Clemson seventh. Okay. Sound logic? This is what they say. Yes, it sounds logical. Clemson's search for Deshaun Watson's replacement was still open at the end of spring ball, although Kelly Bryant remained in front of the talented early enrollee Hunter Johnson and two other contenders heading into preseason camp. More on that in a second. Though Clemson's defense should be stout, especially in the trenches. Its offense figures to be a work in progress starting the season. Won't have much time to figure it out, however, the September 9th home game against Auburn and the next weekend at Louisville. Have you noticed, as people write more about what's happening at quarterback, the first two names I keep reading, Kelly Bryant and Hunter Johnson. I don't know what that means, but I'm kind of buying it. Where people feel like Hunter Johnson is going to at least get past Zarek Cooper to be the number two guy and that this cat's going to play this year. I, I'm kind of feeling that a little bit. Right or wrong, I'm kind of feeling that. I'm not disagreeing with this. If you were looking at a team in the West, Roy, and they've got four quarterbacks coming in fighting for a starting job, you would probably look at, number one, who the coaches declared the starter for the spring. Correct. And number two, you'd probably look at the highest-rated guy coming in. Okay. Hunter, so John- what, Hunter Johnson right. and Kelly Bryant. All right. I think that's where you – you get to that by default, right? right. Yes, and I, I may be there too. Weirdly enough, I may be there. Number six is a surprise team. Remember when I projected o- Oklahoma State to the college football playoff last year at Twin Peaks on our college football preview show? I was laughed out of the gym or the establishment, and then Oklahoma State proceeded to lose to Central Michigan on the wackiest play that should not have counted last year to start the season. After that, they ended up winning 10 games, nearly won the Big 12, finished a respectable 10-3, and 7-2 and two in the league, I had Mason Rudolph winning the Heisman Trophy last year as a surprise. He could win it this year. He's a South Carolina native, and they get seven back on offense, six on defense. I like Oklahoma State maybe to beat the Sooners this year and win the Big 12. Oklahoma State at number six is a bit high for me, but do I think they're a top 10 team? Absolutely. Penn State comes in at number five. The Fighting James Franklins return nine on offense, seven on defense, both special teams players. And now we get to some really good teams. According to ESPN in their way too early preseason top 25, Southern Cal comes in at number four. All-world quarterback Sam Darnold returns. They had the Rose Bowl win. They're going to be a popular college football playoff pick, including one by yours truly. I can see it. Bama's at number three. Florida State at number two. Ohio State is number one. ESPN says about the Buckeyes, after Clemson demolished Ohio State in the college football playoff semifinal last season, Urban Meyer shook up his coaching staff. New offensive coordinator Kevin Wilson seems determined to have quarterback JT Barrett throwing the ball downfield more this uh, season. That's going to require better protection from an offensive line that needs more consistency consistency from the receivers as well. On defense, the Buckeyes will have one of the best front sevens in the country. Three starters had to be replaced in the secondary. Cornerbacks Denzel War, uh, Ward, Damian Arnett, and safety Damon Webb emerge as possible replacements this spring. Buckeyes get an early test. Cough, cough with a September 9th home game against Oklahoma. Ohio State at number one. I don't believe in that. I do believe in Urban. I do like the hire of Kevin Wilson. I don't know that he can resurrect the downfield passing career of JT Barrett, however. Florida State at number two. DeAndre Francois, Derwin James is back. Can listen to that for a little bit. And Bam at three. It's hard not to put Bama number one, even though they lost to Clemson. 
Six starters are back on offense for the Crimson Tide. Five on defense. One, two, and three. You like that? Buckeyes, Seminoles, and Crimson Tide, followed by SC to close down the show. What are you thinking? It's hard to argue with it in Ohio May. Ohio State at number one? They were just shut out 31-0. 31-0. I know, but they were extremely young last year, and they did make the college football playoffs last year. It didn't end well for playoffs. them, Yeah, but, but they were in the playoffs. They were in the playoff. It's not playoffs. That's the NFL. That's Major League Baseball. <laughs> this is college football. It's playoff. In May, I understand why those three teams are in the top three. I do. Okay. Do you agree with it? In May, yes, I agree with it. You agree with it? Yes. You like Ohio State at number one? Yes. You are a communist. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Here at this station, you like the Buckeyes. Last time we saw them, couldn't generate a first down against Clemson's defense. Would it make you feel better if I said Alabama should be number one? Yes. Or Florida State? Okay. Yes, I could stomach that. Those top three, you can make it. I think you really could make a case for any of those. You know what? Last year, I didn't even think Ohio State deserved to be in the playoff. I thought it was Penn State. I thought it was SC. I I didn't like Ohio State's inclusion in the in the Final Four. I do like, I do like Mason Rudolph and Oklahoma State. Thank you. I I really do. I wonder if. I wonder where Mason Rudolph would have been this year in the draft. Um, I mean, he's a 6'4". He's a a gunslinger. He's an NFL-looking guy, right? I think he could be, yeah. I think he will be, yes. I I don't know how good he's going to be, but I think he's going to be drafted. Uh, I think he's one of the top five quarterbacks in the country next season Mm -hmm. in terms of draftable commodities and also in terms of what he's going to do out in Stillwater. I I like Oklahoma. I I loved Oklahoma State last year. And they were very close to doing exactly what I thought they could do and sneak into the college football playoff. Play against Central Michigan never should have counted. That was a painful, bitter pill for uh, for me to swallow. So that's it. We'll talk more about it, I'm sure, tomorrow. More college football tomorrow. Working on a couple of interviews, uh, as always, for tomorrow as well. Quick reminder, no Walt Deptula, no road rage today. He's back with you uh, tomorrow beginning at 3.05. Also, no Clemson baseball in terms of midweek games. Because of exams. They got exams over there. Man, get your studies done. Get the, get those final exams done. Knock them out of the park. Graduate. Get off your parents' payroll. Party next the real week. World. Yeah. yeah, study this week. Party next week. That's right. Yeah, get get those. Uh, get it done. Get those, get those exams done. 